So I hate to put this at the end of our show. We should have done this at the beginning before we did all the pirate bullshit. Uh, today is 9-11. Oh, it is. It is. I have thought about it a lot today, but not on the way here because I was concentrating on keeping my... Insides, insides. Insides, inside. Not um, to be irreverent, but my mind has been distracted today. It, it has. And mine, mine, mine as well, but I just want to... So, And I think we talked about it before because we did a whole 9-11 episode. We've always... Honor 9-11 since we started, and we have and done a full episode dedicated. Yeah, this to year it. we're 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 not doing a full episode dedicated to it. Right, I, I feel like last year our episode dropped on 9-11, as I recall. It did, and I I, I feel like it, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's we're we're going to talk about the same shit over and over again. Well, so we're yeah. going to do a mini version of that. The now. fact is, you all know the facts. If yes. you especially if you were watching it live with us. So there's no point I'm, – I'm not going to say there's no point. That, that's going to sound really um, – Insensitive. Cal- yeah, just very insensitive. I'm not going to say there's no point in doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. No, because I don't, I don't like – Because the, I don't – that makes it sound like I want to forget those who died unnecessarily. Right. Or especially the innocent people who just went to work that day trying to make a living and the heroes that ran into – Oh the, yeah, to ground zero and, it, and lost their lives. Was, so I don't want to. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. It definitely matters. It, it, it was super horrific. I mean, yeah. it was. I remember. So I remember where I was. We've talked about it. We've we, shared we, our stories. We, we've shared our stories, and I figure for at the at the end of this show, we'll do a mini version. Yeah, um, I'm good with. And that. I hate to put it at the end of the show, and maybe I'll edit it and move it to the front as the. Before the show starts, I'm I'm totally cool with that. Um, and then start the show. Whatever um, you feel is the most respect, the best way to honor it. It, it is nine eleven. Um, and maybe I'll just cut all this out, put it at the beginning of the show, and then leave it in for the end of the show as well. Uh, and then you assholes have to all listen to it twice. Um, those that choose to listen to us. Uh, but like we we talked about, you know, all the firemen that have run, you know. That were running up the stairs as people were running down the stairs. And the fire chiefs that were like, I'm not leaving my people behind. Kiss my ass. I'm going in after them. Right. As the buildings are fucking falling down. Right. Like, it is, they know they're not going to make it. They, they're still trying to save And they're people. still trying to go in and save people. We talked about Steve Buscemi, who was there as a firefighter. as a vo- I believe he, yeah, he, he went, went back, back as a volunteer. To, his, to volunteer with his, his, his ladder. His ladder, yeah. Ladder. ladder number. I forget the number. But, yeah, he I literally went back. I want to say three, back. but I, that's probably wrong. I don't have a clue. Um, I was going to guess 55, so it's but, probably somewhere between those two. Yeah, it's... But, yeah, he, he was a, a successful actor. Yeah, he went back to... By all accounts. I mean, he was in a ton of movies, making a living as a well-established actor, saw the tower hit and said, I'm going back I'm to going help back. my guys. I mean, I... And did not alert the press. No. Now, we know this now, but I remember when 9-11, I wouldn't eat until years after that I found he did this. Yeah. That, that same so, here. Yeah, I mean, so it there wasn't... are so many people, him and others like him, that we just never knew because they weren't actors. Right. That dropped what they were doing well, and went back to help. It was it was one of those things where I, I can remember being on the phone with my mom, and because that was 2011. I was 21. I'm like, I'm driving to New York. She's like, I don't think you need to drive to New York. I'm like, I'm driving to New York. I'm driving. I'm going to help. It's a right. six hour drive. I can be there in five and a half hours. Right. I, I'll, I'll get there, and I was, and then it right at that point, after all that happened, 
they were like, don't come to New York. We don't need more volunteers. We don't need more people that are, you know, going to be here, going to be literally in the way. Yes. Honestly, we get it. You're trying to help, but we don't need people coming in to help. Well, yeah, because imagine if if with everything going on down, you know, in New York, which is already packed. Right. Well, a million volunteers showed up. They closed down all the bridges. You couldn't get into New York to get down there. There were places we couldn't get into. We went, and and I've shared before for the longtime listeners, we had already scheduled a trip for Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, 2002. So we'd already had reservations all this before 9-11 happened. We did it like the summer before. We were able to go to New York. We were able to get to the fences. They had temporary fences with, you know, like yeah. Yeah. cloth hung up. So you I, was there, I was there the next year. I that was we talked about fest. being littered with pictures. Have you seen me? Mm-hmm. Call this number. People still. People were stopping us. And asking, showing us pictures of people. They're still looking for it. This happened nine eleven. We were there January. Yeah, and people were coming up to us. Kids from Ohio. I was I was there the next year in July for Volksfest in New Jersey. So that was six months after we were there. Yeah, and people were still standing with flyers and, and pictures and everything else. I've got photos. And that's up. why I'll never forget. Not only because I remember right. it happening. I was at mom and dad's when so, the first tower got hit. I was going to say, so what, what, is, what is your short, the, the short version of the, where you the were The elevator at. ride short story. I was at mom and dad's. Dad and I were going to work on one of the vehicles or the pole, but something at the house. And we were getting ready to go to TSC for some supplies for something. So I this remember, is 8 o'clock in the morning. I remember, yeah. I remember dad's tying his shoes. I'm sitting on the couch. And the news, because dad always watches the news. He still does. Right. I never watch the news. But the news comes up, you know, with this big story, World Trade Center was just hit. Mm-hmm. We sat there watching it because we're going, what's going on? Everybody's asking questions. You see people freaking out. They're trying. The news has no idea what's going on. No, they're just reporting. They're what... saying, we're here live. We don't know what's going on. Here's what we know. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I remember watching the second tower get hit. Yeah. And at that point, dad, mom, and I. Because, um, as I recall, Kevin was at school. And this was the year after I graduated June of 01. Yeah. So dad, mom, and I are just glued to the TV. And the second plane hits, and that's when we all knew that wasn't an accident. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was purpose. Right. Because so, at first you're thinking, man, what happened for a plane to fly into? Now, granted, they're tall buildings. But planes know buildings are there. Like, air traffic control knows buildings are there. Like, we have systems in place. All I remember was hearing that that got hit, then hearing about the Pentagon, hearing that another plane crashed in Pennsylvania in a field, mm-hmm. um, and we watched through all of it. And so now we're we're a couple hours into watching the news or whatever, and I remember Dad saying, hey, are you ready to go? And I went, go where? He's like, we got to run to TSC. And I was like, but I, I want to know, like, like, what's next? Yeah. And Dad said... We're under attack, but until, and my dad's an old military man, he grew up with a, my grandpa I've talked about before, Vietnam hero, E9 EOD. So we, we've got this military background, and dad said, we've obviously been attacked, but we're not going to let that ruin our lives. Right. We're going to push forward. There's nothing we can do right now in this moment to change what has happened. Yeah. And I'm starting to get choked up, because it showed my dad's bravery of, if they want to fight... We'll take a fight to him. But he said, right now, we've got stuff we need to get done. And I don't know how others may perceive that, but to me, I went, 
if you stop doing what they're what what that's you're what they doing, want. they want you to to they want they, to ruin lives. Won. Yes, and Dad said we're not giving them that satisfaction. We're going on with our day. We will pray for the people. We will continue to monitor. You know, we listen to the radio on the way into town. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody in the stores were listening to radios, and you didn't have cell phones with TVs on them back then. No, but then we came home. We had it on the TV. We had it on the radio in the pool barn. So it, it was a whole thing that we kept stopping. I'm literally tearing up. Um, I expected to get emotional today. I thought it was sweat, but uh, <laughs> my eyeballs are sweating because I'm clenching so tight. <laughs> it's a workout. But every single year I go back to that time where my dad said, we're not giving up. We're yeah. not letting them take our freedom. So that's my memory of 9-11. Okay. That's, that's a great memory to have. I mean, that's a yeah, great memory just, to keep it with you. And to be able to tell Huck and Judd, you know, what yep. what happened and how things happened. Cause and every night we, we pray with the boys. Again, I know not all our listeners are people of faith of whatever, any kind of faith, or if you are... You pray or you meditate or whatever you do. But with us, we pray with the boys. Mm-hmm. And a couple nights ago, we'd been praying for my cousin's mother-in-law. And we had explained to Huck because he wanted to lead prayer. And he asked um, that she'd be healed. Well, then we had to explain to him that she passed away and, and why things happen like this, you know. Which is a hard conversation right. to have with a six-year-old. Seven-year-old. Sorry. Seven-year-old. And... uh Diesel just came over and blew hot breath in my face. Um, but tonight, when I go home, I plan on having a conversation with my boys about what happened this day 20 years ago. Yeah. And what I remember and why, just like their papa said, we're not going to let them take our freedom from us. And that's that's an excellent thing to do. My kids aren't here, so I won't be having that conversation with either one of them. Um, you can, just not tonight. <laughs> They're, they're away. Uh, I mean, I, I remember exactly where I was. I know that I was, I worked for Abercrombie and Fitch. Uh, I was, I, I was one of the guys that stood. I did not stand shirtless. You were a model. But I did stand at the front door and greet people when they if came they in. If dad bod models back then, you could have done it. I could have done it then. Yeah. I could do it now. <laughs> back then, I was actually a little more ripped and cut. And yeah. A little more muscular. A little than, sexier. Yeah. But I did not stand with my shirt off. We left that. Now you're just blah, dark, and handsome. Yeah, we left that to Andy. Andy was the the guy with the 12-pack abs, and he would flex. And we played we played a little game when we stood in the door. But this didn't happen at that point. So this all happened when I actually worked. I moved to the home office. And I was turning on to what is aptly named Fitch Path, which is the main road into the Abercrombie & Fitch headquarters, and listening to Howard Stern on the Blitz before he went, obviously, way before he went to Sirius. Right. Um, and before he did America's Got Talent and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, before he everything. And he, uh, it was very much a, what? What the, f- like, there was no bleeping shit out of that Well, point. no, because it was Howard Stern. It was, well, well, on the Blitz, which is that Right. So but things, things come across. I'm saying it, he's going to say it. He was going to say think, it. Yeah. And, and it didn't get bleeped. He was like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like. The towers got hit. He goes, "This is bullshit." He goes, "This is Orwellian." He goes, "This is this is War right. of the World stuff." Like that didn't happen. And he's in New York, he's, yeah, famously. Like everybody yeah. knows that's he's where he's in New York. Right. And he's like, "This didn't happen. This isn't happening." And then all of a sudden, it was like, "Holy shit, this happened." He stayed on the air. Like the they he did not leave the air. Like yeah. I got out of the car. I, I walked into the that. office. Um, I said something to my boss. I'm like, "Hey, the towers got hit by a plane, supposedly." And and then all of a sudden there was a, 
a message came out across our PA system, like because most businesses have a PA system, right? That said, uh, emergency company meeting in at the main fire pit. So that's a weird thing to call a room. It well because it was outside at the fire pit. That's where you gather. If that's, there's a fire. That was okay. That makes sense. That was it. Was literally a. I thought it was like a conference room. or no, something. No, no, it was literally a twenty foot diameter fire pit with concrete benches around it. And that was okay. So you, we met there, and Mike Jeffries, who was the CEO at the time, basically he gave a speech, like, "You guys, you know, we have an office in in New York. Everybody in New York is safe. Blah 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 blah. If if you feel the need, please go home. Do not worry about taking PTO, paid time off. Right. You know, if you need to try to travel back to New York to be with family." Do so. Don't worry about, you know, take the week. It's free. You know, we're not, we're not, it was, it was a very well constructed, like on the spot. I was going to say, it sounds speech. like they were very, um, it was don't, don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't let them, you know, same thing your dad said, we're not going to let them win, but right. please take care of yourself and we'll see you next week. Like it was, don't, don't bother coming back till next week. So and so they were saying you can take a week off paid. Yeah, it was it was a week okay. paid. No, that's, that's a heck of a thing for a large company. And to it do. was, and I mean, it was. I, I I was in contact. I'm like, when do we need to come back to the office? Well, and honestly, you guys could have had people working here that had relatives working in New York. In New York, so yeah, right. that's so it. that and that's what it was. That was the whole thing. It was like the, it's not the like you're company. working for a small mom and pop shop here. No, because our design studios were in New York at the time. They were in Soho, and wow. It was just a very much a we're not this this isn't a thing at this point. Like whatever it is, as far as you know, paid time off, like that's not a thing right now. You just you just take your time, take your time. Don't come back. You know, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, and when you come back, you come back. It's that it's that simple. So I got home and was watching it. Like we watched it in the basement, in the gym at the office. That's when we saw the second the second plane hit the tower. So you were still at work, and so we were second still at plane work. And this is like, then, and I'm I'm kind of jumping backwards. This is before Mike gave his. He addressed the entire company, like on the. So fly. he addressed it after the second plane hit. He addressed it after gotcha. the second okay. plane. Yeah, I should because that's I when everybody, when it first happened, that first plane hit, everybody's kind of like, "Whoa, that's messed up!" Like, yeah. who made the mistake? Like, even as a pilot. If your computers are saying you're fine and you're flying towards a tower, you would know. So everybody's kind of trying to figure out how. Right. Did a passenger, a commercial airline plane hit a tower? Right. But when the, the minute the That's second the one second hit and everybody hit. saw it across the world live, everybody knew crap was going down. Yeah, everybody knew that there was some, some shit going down. So, but, and we were in the basement, we watched the second plane hit. That's when the message came over the PA. I kind of, I forgot about that part. We we all come upstairs because the the gym was the only place that had TVs. Yeah, that was it. Like there were no TVs. Yeah, anywhere I mean like on now you can watch live TV on a laptop yeah. or your phone. You and they weren't flat screens; they were CRTs. They're yeah. like your old school TV hanging off the ceiling. Yeah. Um. So we all come upstairs. Mike gives his speech. We all go home. You know, I, I'm standing in my living room at ten thirty in the morning at this point, watching watching everything go everything down. go down. I'm like I'm talking to my mom and. It was. I, I remember the eeriness because I lived by the airport. Like I legitimately lived within ten minutes of the airport. There were no planes flying. Like there was nothing in the sky. Yeah. I remember seeing the last plane come through, 
and then nothing after that. Like the last plane landed. Um, and there's somewhere online there's a GIF GIF of you can watch the radar of the air traffic in the United States in a timeline. Like it moves yeah, and, it just and it just you just watch out it of existence. Yeah, like quick. Yeah. After that second plane hit, it just like everything was like just land somewhere, whatever you're close to. People taking cross country flights or out of country flights, they screw it. You're they going to the nearest it. airport. Yeah, that's did. where. You're, yeah, so people were across the so, globe were displaced instantly. Um. So it was it was like it was eerie as shit because there was nothing on it. You're used to hearing and. Take off. And that was a really good impression, actually. I know. Because yeah. I lived by the airport for so goddamn long. It's better than living by the nuclear waste plant. Ba-boom. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was just like this eerie thing. And I, you know, I'd said something about going to New York and was packing a bag and getting ready to hop in my little yellow GTI and head on out. And they're like, don't come. You, you won't get here. The, the yeah. roads are closed. You won't, there's no chance. Well, because no, people were trying. Yeah, people and were trying. They literally had the news put out like, hey, stop coming here. Yeah, we don't, you're clogging up, you're yeah. congesting the roads. And people were walking which across shows, the bridges. Which shows that when crap hits the fan, just like in a family, Americans come together. They do. Nobody asks what color so, you are, what your faith is, your, your whatever. Which, which brings me to current day. So, and this is just something to think about. So... Make no mistake, I am not a fan of our current administration. Okay, and not to get political, I wasn't a big fan of our previous administration. Once COVID hit, like I think everything prior to COVID, I didn't. I don't think Trump was doing a bad a, a bad job. But just like every president, in my opinion, just like with every president, he did some good. He did some good. He did some. He bad. did some bad. But I will say... He was just really, really dumb on Twitter. He was. <laughs> I will say at, at this point, though, I I don't, I don't haven't seen a, a good thing that Biden has done yet. Like, I can't pinpoint one thing that he's done that's been good yet. I could just because uh, now, I've talked to people that it's affected, but that's a different episode. That's, that's like, a different episode. Yeah, that's something else. Now, I will say I don't think we needed to be in Afghanistan for the war. That war went for 20 fucking years. And it was never a war against terrorism. And it was never a war against terrorism. That was a... If it was, if a, it even was, when Bin Laden got shot in the head, that should have been, been done. That should have been over. Should have been over when Saddam. Yeah, well... So, yeah, but... That's a different... That, that's, a whole, that's a whole other thing. So, with that said, I don't think we should have been in Afghanistan doing everything, but I don't think the way that we got out of Afghanistan was the right way to do it. And I would love everybody to keep in mind... At this point right now. You okay, Diesel? That was a weird just, sound. <laughs> um, anyway, I would just like, so think about this. Today, as as we record on 9-11, the Taliban is in the U.S. Embassy having a party. Yep. Think about how, how that makes you feel. The very people that, that orchestrated took this under a different thousands. name. Of, there and there's some videos and, and stuff I've seen that with stats that I need to send you um, about how <laughs> and I'm listening to other podcasts and a lot of this goes all the way back to the Cold War between the Russia and U.S. and who supplies money and and, and ammunition and whatever to who how Al Qaeda started how the Taliban started the last year has really opened my eyes a lot and it's not just conspiracy theorists these are people going hey here's proof and here's a fact and a stat. And here's what happened. Yeah. And it's, it sounds like something we talk about on a conspiracy theory episode. I do agree that we shouldn't have been there. I do also agree that the way we left 
was insane. Right. The fact that there's a video out there right now you can find where a guy's walking around an airport and you can see thousands of rifles, all these armored vehicles that we just up and left. Yeah. Now, supposedly, supposedly we dismembered the helicopters, the Humvees, the vehicles. So yeah, they can't except be there's used. a video of the guy flying a flying helicopter. One. Right. There's a video of a guy flying one. So, but, but either way, I just, I just wanted to put it out there that, you know, this is, this is essentially the beginning of our 9-11 episode and the end, but it is 20 years ago today and, it's and also, the people that started this shit are the ones that are celebrating in the U.S. Embassy in Cabal yeah. on the day that this shit happened. And it's also up to us to not let this fade into history because, well, Isaiah at one point had, Isaiah's my cousin, GW's son. Yeah. We, we, nobody knows him. I don't know. I just act like everybody does. That's he fine. asked GW why people get so bent out of shape over 9-11 memes and, and jokes and stuff. Yeah. And he said, you don't get why it's a sensitive topic for some people because you weren't You weren't there. You literally you weren't don't around. remember it. Yeah. Those that experienced it, I had a friend at Nyack College in New York that has video, which, again, back then it was like you couldn't just stream live on Facebook. So you had to get out your VHS recorder. <laughs> so, but she was up on a hill in her college where her dorm was or, or a study hall, whatever. It's part of her college. And she was looking out over the city. And she has pictures and stuff where you could just see the smoke. You could see after the towers fell. I remember that. Yes. That's what I, I remember re- yeah. watching people on my TV jumping to their deaths. Yeah. To avoid suffocating and dying or burning and dying. I remember how I felt that day. Some people don't. Some people do it and just are insensitive. Not, I don't mean insensitive like, oh, you got to be a crybaby. But they're insensitive because it didn't affect them. So they think, well, big deal. But it's weird how people can make jokes about one thing just because it doesn't affect them to me. It always has been. I felt bad for laughing at some things or some people's unfortunate situations that I couldn't have, but I felt bad about it. It's one of those things like, if you laugh, you're going to hell. Sometimes they make me laugh. Sometimes I go, hey, that person can't control that. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make fun of a kid with Down syndrome. No. Unless he's a funny kid with Down syndrome making a joke. Unless he's being funny. Yeah. If he's being, like, there's a comedian on America's Got Talent this year. I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing with him. Yeah, he's disabled. Is it Joe Blue or Josh Blue? I might be. I forget his name. Josh Blue does not belong on America's Got Talent. Just by just as a heads up, he is he is already an established comedian that was on another comic show that he won. Well, yeah, but um, and he already um, he, he's been touring. Yeah, but what's the other guy that's on there this year? Um, I don't know the guy from from from. Oh, hold on. I love how we transitioned right out of that back into something else, and we need to shut the show down. Well, we do, but we might as well. Oh, it is Josh Blue, yeah. Josh. So Josh Blue was. Well, I'd never heard of him. Okay, and he's so, funny. So maybe he is, he oh no, he's hilarious. I, 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 there, there's no doubt about that. He is hilarious. I just don't think he needed to go. He's toured. Michael Wilson's on AGT this year. Who's that? The guy that did the sound effects in in. Oh, what's the movie? Police Academy. He doesn't belong on there either. Yeah, he's on there. He doesn't belong on there either. So anyway, everybody my, knows who my he whole is. point of saying of mentioning he does that Jimi Hendrix is. People like some people just don't get it, especially. So it's up to us to help these people, these heroes, these innocent people. 
the soldiers that went and fought and died for a war that never should have been right be remembered. Yeah. Our generation, mine and yours, even though we're like a few years apart, we're kind of the technically your genetics. I think I'm right on the cusp of millennial. Yeah, I'm not a millennial. I'm I, or they call they call now the year I'm born in is one of the three. Zillennials. Yeah, it's like a zennial or so. I don't know what I am, but it's up to our generation so, to keep this alive. Right. Yeah. Because now we're 20 years in. There are adults living, getting married, having career, starting careers, having kids that were born after this happened. Yeah. The day after, even the yeah. the. That have no Later idea. that day. <laughs> that, the year before. That do not know anything about this other than what they've been told as they've grown up. Yeah. So, yeah, it is up to us to keep the memory alive of those who passed as a result of this. I don't care how. And not even counting the almost 3,000 died that day, the people have died in the years since with all the health issues that arose mm-hmm. from breathing in the smoke, from breathing in, you know. All the toxins, right. all the other so, shit that was flying through the, the air. We'll that, never know them all. It's, it's just impossible, and, I think. The, and, and those right. that were never found. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. I didn't expect all that tonight, but yeah, there you go. Well, that's the show. We're That's how we're ending it. We're going to end and begin the show the exact same way. So you're going to put this at the beginning and I'm going to put end? this at the beginning. Because I think I've referenced before my, the music, my bubble guts in it. So I'm, stay tuned. I'm going to put this at the, the first, this whole 20 minutes that we've talked about this. And I feel bad that it's been twenty minutes, but I don't. Feel I don't that, feel bad. I don't. I don't feel that we need to do an entire show about it. Right. I don't feel bad either way. I think we've done a good job remembering. Yes. And we've already done a show about it. If you want to go back to the nine eleven show we did, both of them. we talked to it in depth. I think yeah. we did two of them. Um, but yeah, it is something. It's one of the two things that's been on my mind a lot today. Well, <laughs> and if you're here, as you hear this at the beginning of the episode. Stick around for the key, the music cue. <laughs> just hold on. <laughs> you just you just clinch right there in your seat. Um, now that I know you're going to put this at the beginning, Mo, don't be doing any heavy lifting or anything. Um, but yeah, I'm wrap it up, man. Hey. Do your thing. I don't know, but you need to decide quick, and I'll tell you why as soon as we get rolling. Okay. Yo, ho, ho, this is the Buckhorn Podcast with my co-host and first man, Randy. Ahoy. It is. <laughs> Yar. I can't fucking keep this up. Oh, I can do it all day. I've got a story for you while you're getting ready. So late last night... I had myself a couple and was feeling mighty hungry, as one might get late at night watching the sports balling. So I went to the the, the cupboard and reached for a granola bar because that's a healthy snack. Pirates don't eat granola bars. This pirate did. And as the night went on, I continued to grow hungrier and hungrier. And I must have had five, maybe six granola bars. Now at this point, they're no longer healthy. I woke up today and my stomach was a rumbling. Yar. I got up to get ready to go start my day. I immediately found myself hobbling with one peg leg straight to yon toilet hole. Where I proceeded to disembowel myself. I got up thinking all was well. I could start my day, get ready to go to my son's baseball game. 
sell the seven seas. Started to get in the shower, and my gut started off rumbling again. After two more disembowelments, I was finally able to get a shower and go meet my family who had to leave because I was running late at this point at Yon Ballfield. I saddled up on my ship, because that's how you count ships, as you saddle them, and I set out. My son was playing on the diamond furthest from where we docked. So, I went ahead and docked and waddled with my peg leg hurting all the way to the ball field. I watched most of the game, and then my guts, they started a rumbling. So I informed them my better half, I needed to depart. I grabbed my sword, and I grabbed my pistol, and my black powder horn, and my rum. And I headed back to my ship, took off back to my abode, barely got inside to yawn toilet hole, and disemboweled a fourth time. After that, I had a funeral to go to. Still not feeling well, I got myself cleaned up, headed out, and made it to the funeral. After the funeral, there was to be a meal. A feast for all to enjoy. Well, instead of doing that, I saddled back up on my ship and went home and disemboweled myself a fifth time. It was at that point that I texted you, I'm probably going to be a little later. Because right as I got ready to get up and get ready to come here, I disemboweled a sixth time. It was at that point I came to a realization. Not all granola bars are created equally, am I right? <laughs> Your first matey, over the course of a few hours last night... Enjoyed himself five or six fiber one bars meant for one a day. I had a works week worth of fiber in one evening. And I can say that I've never felt more clean on the inside than I do right now. And that is why I told you upon arriving here, this may be a short episode and you need to hurry the frick up. I also apologize for what may happen to any of your furniture or toilets while I'm here. Because my toilet has several times over today looked like a Jackson Pollock painting. It has not been good. Yeah, that's fucking gross. <laughs> the palette has been limited, so it's not as pretty and colorful. <laughs> but you get my point. So how is your day going? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My guts are rumbling as I about to pour Coke in this class. <laughs> Don't pour the Coke. <laughs> Don't pour the Coke yet? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. I hadn't eaten all day, so when I left, I decided I'd better grab something to eat. So I ate a Wendy's Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, God which is not a good idea. That's the worst thing you can get. It's not a great idea. But at least I didn't get a double. So for those who don't know, September 19th is Talk Like a Pirate Day. And we were going to try to do the entire episode, but I just, I can't at this point. Randy fucking killed me. (laughs) But... In honor of Talk Like a Pirate Day, I've got Captain Morgan private stock. Yeah, I'm selling on the not-so-jolly Roger right now. <laughs> yeah. My guts be a-rumbling as we speak. And the music you hear in the background, I could care less. It's Ailstorm. It is literally pirate music. Awesome. It is so low in the background that it is just going to be background noise to our background noise. Mm. Yeah. So the song that they just... Background Inception. Yeah. Yar. 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 So, yeah, my day... Uh, because this is how pirates talk. Uh, modern day, modern day pirates. We're fancy butt pirates, <laughs> butt corn pirates. <laughs> yeah, I'm not in a good way right now. I'm telling you that. So this, uh, I like that you took private stock, the class year captain. Yeah, and we're mixing with Coke as we do. 
Yeah, good I mean, stuff. Why wouldn't I? This will be fine for my stomach. It's twenty three dollars a bottle. When I left, Beth said, "Are you going to be okay?" I said, "I'm taking some no. anti diarrhea with me, <laughs> so when I, I, I can take that." I've been trying to hydrate, and I said, "Just pray for my stomach." And I stopped and went back in the door. I said, "Actually, pray for my shorts." <laughs> Yes. I think my stomach will end up fine. My I shorts may not. Go get you a Gatorade. Oh, dude, it's been. I've chugged. I've had a plastic, like a regular water bottle, and a few of those canteens today. Because I was like, I was, when I first woke up, I was like, oh, I got to go bad. But it just kept getting worse throughout the day, and I was like, what's going on? And then you realize, oh, those are fiber one bars I slammed last night. Yeah. I would have been better why, eating. Like, why would you do that though? Just I even <laughs> granola bars in general. I was not in a good mindset. No anyway. shit. I guess. Um, um, so I, yeah, I made a, I made a mistake. This is one of my, uh, my, my bigger foibles. Yeah, it is. Uh, my, my, my day, my week. Um, I just found out I have a nail in my tire, so I got to try to get that. For fixed. some reason, I thought you were going to say you had a nail in your foot, and I don't know why you would just be sitting here like barefoot, going, "Yeah, for some reason, I got a nail in my foot." I gotta, I'm so messed up in the gut; it's affecting my brain right now. I've got a really high pain tolerance, so that's impressive. It's, it'll be fine. It's not even bleeding. Nah, it's good. Oh my um, goodness, dude! Yeah, I am, we had we had volleyball this morning, and we had. Well, yeah. At first, you said you're gonna be so busy you couldn't record today. Well, I was. So my buddy was supposed to come over and do some electrical work for me, so I could put up my cameras. Oh, okay. So your new he, ones? Yeah, okay. he was gonna come over this morning and put in a couple outlets, um, so that because all the 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 cameras all run off of one ten, your standard wall plug. Um, so I he was gonna run some drop a couple lines and put in some outlets so that we can plug these things in. Oh. And I just felt a bubble. No, don't do that. <laughs> and uh I'm so, trying to hold it together and by it I mean my cheeks. <laughs> yeah. Well he, he couldn't come last night. He he said last night he's like I found out the girls got a game on Tuesday or at twelve thirty, I'm not gonna be able to make it. I'm like, all right, that's cool. So spent the morning doing nothing, got ready, went to the volleyball game, came home while Liz and I were talking. We're like, oh well, we're going boating on Sunday. So I'm like, all right, well. So that's why you're like, now I can't go Sunday. I'm like, now, now I'm going to go boating. So we're, I would like to go sit on a yard. I've been out on a boat twice this year. In both days have just been cold. You'll be boating out of like a pirate. Yeah, I'm going to be a pirate tomorrow. I'm going to be a butt pirate tomorrow. Mm. Butt corn pirate. <laughs> we need to have t-shirts made. So, um, so yeah, we're going boating tomorrow and. It is supposed to be significantly cooler tomorrow, isn't it? No, it's supposed to be like 88 tomorrow. Oh, is it? Okay. It's going to be significantly warmer, and then Monday's going to be like in the 90s. Ugh. I can't wait. It's it's going to be the last good week of the season for swimming. That's fair, but I'm not swimming. I am, You are not. I This this month is going to be dumb work-wise. It already has been. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, I'm, um, I'm right there with you. What I will not do the rest of this month is eat five or six, five or one bars in one evening. I think maybe you should, and that should be your new TikTok. You just do that once a week. And just me TikToking from my toilet. Yeah, I actually thought on the way out here I need to make a TikTok telling the like, story. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely something I uh, when I when I, it was funny too because I was getting ready to leave the funeral. We're outside, kind of standing. I decided I wasn't going to eat there because it was more for the, the lady that passed. Great woman, phenomenal mother. Um, she was older. Come to find out, she tested negative twice for COVID, but then she ended up getting it while she was in the hospital or something. Yeah, that happens. But what the family didn't know, and I guess she didn't know, she had emphysema. Oh. And she'd been fighting bronchitis. Well, she had emphysema, but I, she's never, ever smoked or anything. How old so, is she? 
Uh, I'm going to guess. I would say mid to late 60s. I don't know exactly. I mean, it's it's the mother-in-law of my cousin. So okay. it's like, I knew her. Uh, that family concert I played a few weeks back, she yeah. was there. And she was walking around like nothing's going on. Right. Well, I was thinking maybe like so COPD type situation. Like worked yeah, in, I don't, maybe like worked in a factory or an old nope, school. Nope. Never did. Um, nope. Where there could have been now, uh, I don't like know what building she worked or something in. like that. Uh, because that would cause yeah, that would cause it. Not that I'm aware of. She was always she did banking. She did um, advertisement signage. Um, she mm. didn't make the signs though. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say, that could do it. No, ink, she the, didn't. The ink or paint? No, back then. As far as I, she was mainly administrative her whole career. Okay. She most recently worked at Ohio Christian University. Administrative. That work. that's it. it that did that's it. Right what there. Got her. That got her. Womp womp. <laughs> she got too close to Jesus. He's like, "Why don't you just come on home?" He's like, "Just, just get on up here, um, crooked finger, but a meal." <laughs> she, so yeah, we're we're standing outside. And I told Beth, I said, "We drove separate." Like I said, I took Huck. She finished getting herself and Judd ready. We went on over. So I went to leave, and I said, "I've got a podcast, but I think I've got to go again." Now at this point, I'd gone a couple hours without disemboweling myself. Yeah. So I was like, "I'm pretty good, but I'm going to run home while I got some time, and just like make sure everything's good." Before I dread Martell's. Um, and, yeah, it's it's not been bueno since. But I'm standing there, and I told her, I said, you know what I was thinking while the funeral was going on? Um, I ate, like, probably five or six. I didn't count. Five or one bars last night. She was like, Randy, what are you doing? I said, I didn't know they were five I'm, or one bars. I'm trying I didn't to look. lose weight. But it well actually I I've lost three pounds today. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so it has worked. Oh, it's it's all try water this weight. diet plan. Doctors hate it. <laughs> so yeah, it's I've been results. drinking a ton of water. I'm supposed to head out of town for work this week and stuff, and have super long days. And I'm like, you may not be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh. Yeah, this. Uh, I, I'm sorry to hear that about your. No, you're not. All oh, that. That's hilarious. You were dying over there when I was telling it. Uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. Just, I always hate to see a good person go unexpectedly. You know. But I love Shoot. to watch him leave. But. <laughs> Hold on, wrong thing. Uh, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> wrong, wrong saying. Wrong saying. Oh man, my guts are rolling. Yeah, that's it. That's sad. I don't. I don't we like to hear that. We should give Mo a disclaimer before this because I know he's going to laugh at that. Story. Yeah, Mo, just he loves laughing at my pain. St- you know, skip the skip the first like ten minutes if you're lifting. <laughs> now we tell him <laughs> afterwards. That's like that's like literally drinking bleach and then reading the warning label says don't drink. Don't this. drink this. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, it'll be fine. He'll be fine. It's it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah, not not much has really been going on. Um, kind of kind of really boring and laid back. Like work's a pain in the ass. That's that's typical. Um, but like mine's just been really busy. It's, it's not been um, bad. But no, mine mine. I'm not going to get into mine. Mine's just there there there's fuckery about, and it is. You know, I was talking to some of my car buddies. It, it is a thing. They were talking about these Camaros, the the sixth gen Camaros. They made a package called the One LE, or called uh, what I forget what they called it. The LT One. Yeah, the LT One. The LT One is like the base V eight model you can get. Yeah, it's like low, like thirty eight thousand new when you can find them. Yeah, and it makes under eighty. The LT One was also, is also an engine. Yeah, that in previous gener- you know models they put this engine in good horsepower, but they have a higher trim package. Yeah, like the One LE or the Two SS or whatever. 
Or the so SSR we're talking about, or the SSS. Right, all of it. Or the, the SS Minnow. Or the USS Shat Yourself. Yeah. Um, the So we we were talking, and they were like, man, so that's like the poverty version of my car, which is the fifth gen. And I was like, you know, it's funny because I remember years ago, did back when just, they were new. Did you just call that the poverty the, version? Yeah. Yeah, the like, base model. Yeah, that's like. The poverty version of the higher end model, yes. Okay. Why? Just you were just asking me. Yeah. Well, that's how he said it. Okay. So <laughs> I don't get why you're staring at me like that. The poor people's version. Right. Exactly. Of a thirty thousand dollar car. Right. <laughs> but when you own a seventy five thousand dollar car, the thirty eight thousand dollar is the poor version. Well, uh, no, I it's mean, all I, relative. I, I, I get the I get the logic. If you if you own an eighty thousand dollar car, just like thirty thousand dollar cars, just you know that's that's used. <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> just like in West Virginia, it's all relative. So anyway, I said, you know, it's funny because I remember, like, back when they were new, I saw driving through the backwoods of Kentucky to a, the funniest funeral I've ever been to. Yeah. We drove past a trailer. Yeah, you mentioned that, yeah. Right, and I told him that, and he was like, man, he's like, even though the trailer's dilapidated, he's like, I wonder if I sold my house, my truck, because he has a truck and a car, a nice, you know, Camaro, fast one, and all this stuff, just sold everything I had. And just bought, like, a trailer and had my car and just never had to work. Like, just play my cards right. Yeah. Invest a little. He's like, sometimes I wonder if that would be better than working and having all the stuff I have. Yeah. And I was like, there's some freedom to there's, that, there, I think. There is. Um, I mean, I, you're not so, going to impress anybody with your house, but if you don't care about that. So I, I made I made a major faux pas in the investing world back in January. Okay. Where I didn't invest. Right. So had so th- there is one cryptocurrency that I invest in called Cardano, or known as ADA. Now Cardano has a staking function where, in the wallet, you can stake it. Where basically it, you don't give it back, but you allow the resources to be used. Yes, and you about get this. an interest rate. Right. Okay. So the interest rate is like four point nine one percent. So monthly, I'm getting four percent. Of what I well, actually, I take it back as yearly. Uh, it's yearly compounded, um, so I'm, I'm getting back that 4.91 percent yearly on a monthly basis, or whenever I decide I want to take the interest, I can just right. grab it. I usually do it once a month. But back, so it it sits and it hovers right around two dollars and seventy cents. That's where it kind of levels out at and sits, and, and it just flutters in that area. It may go up to three dollars. It may drop to two forty. But in January, it dropped to ten cents, and I did not buy a single coin at ten cents. That was a bad decision. What's that, that was now? Two seventy. Oh, okay. Because I so since, you would have had a great return on investment. I I would have I would have asked Liz. I would have just been like, I'm taking what I have here. I'm, I'm going to cash out whatever I have in Bitcoin. I'm going to cash out probably whatever I have in Ethereum. What's Bitcoin at now per? Uh. Forty-five dollar, forty-five thousand. I saw a meme. Or it was a screenshot of a tweet. Forty-five two zero eight. It was a screenshot of a tweet that says, "Man, I really regret not buying Bitcoin at point zero zero eight cent per coin when I had the chance." Yeah, <laughs> like in two thousand nine. Yeah, or <laughs> whatever. Like, two thousand. Imagine the money you have. You just invest like a hundred bucks. But well, there was the thirty thousand Bitcoin pizza. Oh, ten thousand yeah. Bitcoin pizza. The guy paid like ten thousand Bitcoin for a pizza, and that month, right now, that would be close to a million. Yeah, 
I, I don't know if it would be over or under, but it would be close. I bet it wasn't even a good pizza. Have you seen the new commercial for Detroit-style pizza? No, because that's not a thing. <laughs> does it have motor oil on it? It does, yeah. It's fucking gross. Instead of instead of grease, it's literal oil. But I would have – anyway, back to – I would have I would have cashed out what I own in Bitcoin and Ethereum, which is – it's not – it's – it's it's more than a thousand dollars sitting right now, um, and I would have told Liz to give me five or six grand, and I would have bought all of that. I would have just spent all of that solely on Cardano. But if you did, it would have tanked. No, it wouldn't have tanked because it's it's in the top ten. Like like it's one of those things. Like it's there are like your top twenty cryptocurrencies. Those aren't going anywhere. They may, like, 20 and 21 may... everything inside my body. Yeah. 20 and 21 may switch spots, and 18, like, those those numbers may switch spots. But, like, your top 10, they may may crash, but they're going to rebound. Bitcoin's always won. Yeah, I know nothing of... Yeah, Bitcoin's always won. Ethereum's number two. I started a couple years ago kind of looking into it. A couple few years, GW got really big into it and was telling about it, so I started researching, and I was like, nah... It's just a lot of work. Like, well, so over the past, I will say, so over the past, just for, you know, so so that people understand, over the past two to three years, I've been investing, I'll do like $50 here or $150 here. I'll take birthday money and just put it into, uh, I'll buy cryptocurrency. Um, I've probably invested ten grand in total over the past two years, just here and there. And I'm sitting on about twenty. That's not bad. That's that's. I'm sitting on terrible. two clenched cheeks. Yes, you are. Well, we're gonna have to take a break. Yar, sitting sitting on my clenched cheeks, sipping on coke and rum. Mm. I'm like, so what? This is my guts. This is really good. I don't. Give it is a good. Shit if anybody hates us for doing private stock, on. it is good. I've had private stock. In oh, I've coke had it before, too, yeah. actually. Yeah, I've done it like this though. But. It is. It's, it's really good. It's really good without the Coke. I just wanted a filler. That way I don't go through the entire bottle. Because, <laughs> I mean, we could literally sit here and just go through this entire Slam bottle. The bottle, yeah. It's, the private stock's not a giant bottle. Um, no, it's, it. I mean, it's 750 it's milliliters. It's 750, but, yeah, and it's, a, that, but it's, it's 80 really proof good. or 80%. Uh, yeah. 80 proof, 40, right? 40. 40%. Sorry. Man, so. I'm telling you, my brain... My brain has lost moisture well, today. I wanted, I wanted Mount Gay. I wanted the Mount Gay whiskey that would, barrel. Yeah, that'd be good. But they did not have it at the Canal liquor uh, store. Okay. So, because I was, I, I made just a big loop. I, I took Lexi or Harley to a friend's, and then went through Canal, and then came back down, went to, went there, dropped Lexi off at another friend's out in the country, and then it was just one gigantic loop that I made, and I was going to go to Giant Eagle. The Lithopolis Honey Festival is going on right now. So roads were blocked. I'm like, I'm not coming back this way. I want to go to the Honey Festival someday. I always miss it. It's really good. Not today. Not today. Today's the last day anyway. I would not make it. Yar. I better not trust this fart. Yeah, don't shart in my chair. <laughs> it wouldn't be a shart. Well. It's no little I'll, nugget. Uh, I, I, I want to get those refinished <laughs> so I don't want to have to burn it. <laughs> Oh, I'll refinish it for you. You shit in that chair, and I'm going to have to take it how, out back and burn it with some of the trees I cut down. How how I do you rate Jackson Pollock? Because I could make this thing. No, I don't. I don't rate Jackson Pollock at all because it's all subjective. It's fair. What if I subjectively shart all over your chair? How about no? How absorbent is this cushion? Not that absorbent. It's I mean, at this the, point, it's all it's from the '70s. So, so. <laughs> that that. 
that the foam in that is at least 40, 50 years old. You're, we're sitting on asbestos at this point. Yeah, you might be. I'm sitting on asbestos. Oh, it's definitely <laughs> asbestos. Mm, man. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Like, uh, all kinds of shit's going on. Like, I, uh, I have two guys, I have two contractors coming back on Monday. Well, potentially. I'm putting in it. So we had the fence put up around the pool. Right. I'm putting in an eight foot gate. Right. Now. We talked about that last week off the air. Yeah. So. After recording. Uh, he's coming back down. He's going to take a look and see what, what he thinks it's going to cost to put a, an eight foot gate in. So I'm just kind of like, fuck. Like, it's, it's, it's more of a like, damn it. Like, I should have just went with the eight foot gate instead of being stubborn ass. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking, I was thinking, I don't need to get equipment in here. Oh no. When we go to build the fucking shelter house, I have to get equipment in. And a four foot gate is not yeah. going to be big enough. No. Dumb ass. Yes. That's me. That I, I this is what I always do. It always ends up costing me more because hindsight's twenty twenty. Your butt is dumb. My butt. My is butt dumb. is getting a workout today. But exactly. I have another guy coming down about either filling the pond in or making it bigger. So I've been cutting down trees around the pond. Right. I've got a pile of dead trees, dead wood out there that I'm just probably going to incinerate tomorrow evening. Um. But the my goal is if he tells me so let's just say he goes, Well, it's gonna cost me four grand or five grand to fill the pond in. Like I'm gonna have to bring dirt in and I'll have to pay somebody and we'll have to, you know, bring dirt you know, do all the shit. Right. Okay, what can five grand get me then as far as the pond goes? Yeah, like how so how much how, digging can be done for five grand? How big can a can and a pond deep? be? And well, I'm thinking it doesn't need to be more than probably eight to ten foot. I'm not swimming that, in it. That's a good. It, well, why would you when you have a pool? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like I, <laughs> it, it, it's, I mean, I've swam in ponds many. times I don't in my swim life. in ponds. I've swam in creeks, rivers. The sh- you, I grew up poor, so. Well, no, I did too. I, I grew up playing in creeks, and I grew up, but I never went There's swimming a creek in ponds. The... I'd go swimming in lakes. A lake's just a big pond. A lake is a big pond, but the chance of getting your toe ripped off by a snapping turtle in a lake. Is much less than it is in a smaller pond. I think so. I don't know. It might be. I'm, but Most, I'm now well, I'm so, really curious. If you so, know the ratio of turtles hold on. per... Well, what's the difference between a pond and a lake? Well, like, it, is it just physical size or is it that a lake typically is fed by some body of water like a stream no, or a river? What about... No, I think it's just the size. Because there are big lakes that aren't fed what's by... What's the difference between a pond and a lake? Wikipedia.org, a pond is an area filled with water, either natural or artificial, that is smaller than a lake. <laughs> no shit. Thank, thanks, thanks, Siri. That's yeah. why you shouldn't have an iPhone. God damn. I... <laughs> if you didn't hear, what she found from Wikipedia is that a pond is, is just a small version of a lake. <laughs> it's much deeper than a pond and has a larger, larger surface area. That... So that helped us none. Okay, so what? at what point does the pond become a lake? Uh, let's see. Or is here. it just in the name? Is it just what we call why it? Why is a pond why is a pond called a pond and a lake called a lake? I have a body of water that is five acres, so it's as big that's, as my property. That's a good it's size. It's fifteen to twenty foot deep. How do I know what to call it? Ponds and lakes are very similar, both are very small bodies of water, either natural or man made that very are very small? It well What about the Great Lakes? Those are not very small. Those are the great oceans. North American oceans. Oh, okay. That makes sense then. You can't see across them? Yeah. So 
I don't know why are why are those actually lakes? I have no clue. That's why. Maybe is it because they are embod- embodied within a continent within land? Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I don't. <laughs> I, I'm dumb. We're confusing I'm, ourselves right yeah. now. Yeah, so yeah, we are not good pirates. Here we go. Both are small bodies of water, either naturally or man-made, that are completely surrounded by land. So that's why they're the lakes. Yar. That answers that question. The primary difference between the two is their size. Simply put, lakes are larger and ponds are small. No fucking shit. But However, it doesn't tell us where the there is no standardization is. of lake size. Some sources claim lakes are bodies larger than two acres. In Montana, the minimum water surface area of a lake is twenty acres. But since the size of your body of water isn't a clear indicator. Here are a few more factors to consider, and then there's just so a bunch of So, in images. Montana, <laughs> which one's the land of a thousand lakes? That's Michigan, right? No, isn't that is Minnesota? That, is that Minnesota? I think that's Minnesota. That's theory. What's the land of a thousand lakes? What's the land of a thousand lakes? Here's what I found. You're the fucking worst. Finland. No. I know. Which state, maybe? Ask her which state. Which state is the land of a thousand lakes? Here's an answer from wikipedia.org, Minnesota. So, listen, is a state in the upper Midwestern United States. So that's why. They the take it seriously. 10,000 lakes. 10,000. 10,000. 100,000, 10,000, 1,000. So, we, so Minnesota has more than Florida. Or Finland. Jeez, my mind. Oh. Finland is the land of a thousand lakes. <sighs> What's the land of lakes butter? <laughs> mm. Tasty. Mm. And... Not right now. It's not tasty and unsalted. <laughs> untasty. So, but anyway, so, so in Minnesota, if you have a nineteen point nine nine acre pond, they're like, "No, screw you." That's a pond. You can't call it your lake. It has to be twenty acres. I mean, if the dude, you know, if, if it's if it's nineteen point nine 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 to infinity, just go grab like a, a gardening trowel. And <laughs> just take outside a little. Take outside just a <laughs> one shovel's full. Like there you go. It's now twenty. Now acres. it's twenty, and it's a. Mil- micro millimeter less depth Asshole. deep Asshole. and they didn't mention the depth no they didn't mention the so, depth um maybe maybe you should have a 20 acre puddle one inch deep mm, and you can call it a lake i have a 60 foot puddle out there right now yeah you do <laughs> turn but, your head to munch your ice. uh yeah so i i have i'm gonna see what if it's gonna cost me like i said if it, you know exam theoretically if it costs me five grand to fill it what what does five grand get me? Because it has to be either filled in or it needs to be made bigger. Yeah, it cannot sit the way it is right anymore. now. It just ticks you off. It's very ugly. I never really pay attention to it <laughs> as a guest in your home for the last three plus years. Yeah, but years, when I walk outside every day, that's the first thing. Like, like I said, it really bothers you. It does. It's it's kind of it bothers me because everything. It's about one of those things like if me. if your hair isn't right or something, it bothers you. Or so, something dumb, but nobody else notices. It's kind of like that for you. It it kind of yeah, but everything about this house bothers me. It and maybe if they, I love this house. I think this is a nice house. But well, I got, we've I also got. talked about the issues you've had with the right. roof, with some of the other. So, so and, and you it, and I talk a lot off. Usually we get off air and we go. Out back or out the garage, and you talk about something you're having done or need done or something right. that needs fixed. Shit that just doesn't make it onto the show because of whatever well, reason. Because nobody cares. Yeah, because no one gives a shit. But this so, will turn into like HD TV podcasting the, the, or whatever. The two, well, it could be like HD COVID TV Welcome podcasting. To another, another episode of This Old Podcast. This Old Podcast with On COVID. today's episode, we speak with one Mr. Martell. I'm not even getting about into, his pond. To Biden and his bullshit. His but, unsightly pond um, on his property. The guy two houses up. The house was built in 2003. No, it wasn't. 
Um, it's 9,000 square feet. I wish. 14 bedrooms. Ooh. 19 bathrooms, because those are more important. <laughs> yeah, no <Especially>, studio. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially if you eat five to six fiber one bars every night. Got to rotate. So what I did is I looked up the fiber on the fiber one bars and Googled how much fiber should you have per day. Yeah. For an adult male, and we're saying average size male, which I'm above average. I'm two average size males together. Like... Maybe two and a half. Kind of like a gay couple all rolled into one. Yeah. So, yeah, probably two and a half. Um, You're supposed to have like 31 to 38 grams per day. Okay. I had like 90. So that's triple. So, (laughs) like 99, I think, is what I figured out for something. I was like, my next Google was... What happens? Will I die? <laughs> right. I was like, do I need... I even looked on the box. On a Fiber One box, I looked for a warning label. I literally was like, do I need to go to the ER because I'm crapping my guts out? The first one was bad, too, because every time I was done and went to stand up, my body went, no, you ain't. Sit nope. back down. Sit down. I've, I've had that It's happen. like the exertion of standing up. Was, oh, it, it shifts everything. Yeah. So Things move. The first one was by far the worst, but then I thought I was good after that. Nope. And it took me most of the day to realize, oh, no, what? Go look at the box. Fiber one bars. So I was even looking on the bar itself for a warning because there's nothing on the box. I was expecting, like, like sulfuric acid has a warning on it. I was, yeah. like, looking for Don't that on fiber one bars. Eyes. <laughs> right? Like, Clorox bleach has a warning label. Do not drink. There's a lot of warning labels on things. Fiber one has none. I'm like, what do I do? It, it didn't... I didn't even have the poison control number provided for me. What if I ate too much fiber? I don't know that that's actually a thing, but... It's a thing. I read. I read an article and learned a lot from the Mayo Clinic today about eating too much fiber. It basically says it can either jack up your bowels and cause a blockage, or the alternative is you crap your guts out. Okay. So you get dehydrated. I'm on the alternative. Yeah. It's, like, getting... it's like, make sure to drink fluids. Yeah. So you're fine. Which, Coke and private stock are fluids. It's fluids. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. So, so that was good. Like I was saying, the the guy up the street uh, is there's a house. There's a guy up the street building a house. Um, nice guy. Met him. He's a whiskey guy. He's he's got bottles of Stag Junior and like, oh, all all of this shit. Dude, we got a dude on the street. Except he's cooler. Well, that's not hard. I mean, but he. Uh, you and I on our he, worst days are cooler than dude. He is building with the same builder that I built. Oh, so first choice homes. Stay the fuck away from them. Uh, we're just going to put that out there for all you local. Stay the fornicate away. No, no, no. Look, Stay. This, they, they're, listen, they, they are into some fuckery. This episode started off with dirty talk. And it's going to continue. We need to watch ourselves. I am not washing my mouth out like you washed your butt cheeks. Twice. <laughs> it's a good thing I have a shower wand thing. Yeah. I'm about to just stick the shower head up my colon and let it go. That's called an enema. Enema. Forced enema. But he, so he's building with the same company that we did. And before they started building, I said, you know, I, I went up and met him. He was out, uh, cutting the grass and stuff. And I, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, building with them. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm like, that's who built my house. He's like, what'd you think? I'm like, hated every, every minute of it. <laughs> I hate it to this day. I said, when did I, you build this house? Uh, 2013. Oh, I was only a decade off. Yeah. You not were bad. You're not terribly far off. I mean, grand scheme of things. Like, 2000, we have 100-year-old houses sorry. in this state. 2012. Oh, nine years, even better. Um, so, Which, nine is also the amount of fiber in each fiber one bar. Actually, it was 13 years ago. because I just said that. Okay. 13 years ago, but I was only nine year, years off because I said 2003. Yeah. So, um, But now that the the frame is up, the, the foundation is done, and he's paid for a lot of the stuff on his own. Like, he, he hasn't gone through the builder to do that. But they're building 
they're they're framing the house up. Well, they they did the basement. He paid to have the basement dug, but the builder was doing the basement, like the actual foundation and footers. Well, they put the footers in, and then they didn't come back for a week and a half. Too hot out. No, they just didn't come back for a oh. week and a half. So I felt a rumbling. Is it kicking? You know how you feel. It's going to be a soccer player. You know. <laughs> Don't make me laugh too much because that makes me jiggle a lot like the jello I am. You know when your stomach rumbles and you feel that vibration in there? I'm so glad we're going to call this episode Randy Has the Shits. What happens? Yar! <laughs> Randy has the ships. Randy has the ships. <laughs> what happens if I get that same feeling but I can feel it in my lower intestine? <laughs> that means you probably need to go to the bathroom. Oh, man. I'm afraid to stand up. All right. So anyway. So. So footers or whatever you're saying. He, he, so they put the footers in. Well, then they didn't come back for a while. It rained. Well, that's a chance for the footers to bow because there's no foundation sitting on the footers. It's just the footer. Okay. It's six inches of concrete on, in in the earth, and that's it. So no basement. No basement. Just, just footers. The footer in the basement, So which could flex. Right. Could cause things to... Which could bow flex. Yes. So there was that. That was the first issue. And then as he's... They're building stuff. They put the they put three of the four walls up in a six hour period. Like they cranked out a floor, the main floor. So this is after the basement. This done. is after the the foundation was put in. Okay. So they did the foundation. Everything was fine. Everything is did basement walls fine. Yeah, they put did poor walls, poured walls in the in the basement. Everything is and then they're in on quotes the main fine. Concourse. So now they're on the main floor. Right. So it's only it's a ranch. So it's, it's oh, okay. only the it's only the the main so floor. main floor. So they put the flooring down and built three of the four walls in six hours. That's not bad. The Amish could have had the whole house done, though. I know. It would so, last for 300 years. Yeah. So this is not the Amish. Uh, this is more the, the southern culture. The Amish are dirty. So I don't mean physically. Like, they have dirty practices. Like, they're shady. Oh, yeah. But they can build. They can build. So then they it sat for another week and a half. Just the lumber, like, out in the elements? Well, out in the elements, three of the four walls up. <laughs> lumber is not cheap right now. No. Three, three of the four walls are up, sat for another week and a half. Well, then it took them six hours to do one wall, put the trusses up, and do the roof on the backside. Now, keep in mind, they built the walls by hand. Okay. Like, they framed that shit up, like, had to, you know... Cut once, measure twice, bullshit. The trusses are pre-built. Yeah. All they have to do is hoist maybe them up have, to the roof. Maybe they had, their crew got COVID. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold maybe on. they ate too many fiber one bars and were in the porta potty all day. Maybe they ate too many fucking taquitos and shit their pants like fiber Ooh, one. Taquitos. Uh, so I could definitely eat a bunch of those in a night. So they they got the they got the one wall done, and then they started putting the trusses up. And as they would get so many trusses, they would start doing the roofing, to put the plywood down. Well, that they they worked one day, and then they left for two weeks, and there was a gigantic hole in the front of the roof where they didn't finish anything. Nice. So they came back three days ago. So on Thursday. Now let me ask you: Was this a problem with getting supplies and lumber? Nope. Because so everything's sitting. It's, it's okay. Shit's sitting there. Because like, in my industry, like I've got a 10-week waiting period for a freaking PTAC unit. No. Everything's sitting there. Okay. It's, it's all been delivered, and it's, it's sitting so there it's, ready okay, to so go. go. So, so, it's so not Thursday. Like, so Thursday, they came back. It took them six hours to finish the roof. 
They haven't done any work inside. They just put up the framing. Did they put down tar paper and... Nope. They haven't done any of that yet. They just have the plywood on? The fucking plywood's there. If it rains, it's screwed. No, it's the 50-year OBX yeah. bullshit. Lumber today sucks. But it, it's the same shit that I have in this house. I At mean, this point, I'm convinced, just like with vehicles, I would rather own an older home. Mm. Like a vehicle older because, than like well, 2000, uh, 2001-ish is easier to work on. You can find parts everywhere. You can do the stuff yourself. Right. A vehicle today... Screw you. You can't. I, I, well, like I can't work on any that of my shit. John Deere won't let anybody touch. Well, that's bullshit anyway. Right. But the, uh, so I was talking to him. He's like, yeah, he's, I've been calling, I've been calling them. I've been up their ass about it. You know, why is this house sitting here? He goes, they fucked up the one window. The one window's off center of the gable. So you look at the peak of the gable. <laughs> that's awesome. And the fucking window sits about a foot and a half off center. <laughs> he's like, what the fuck is that? That would tick me off. He's like, what are these? I like, mean, if it was designed that? that way, it's a bad design, but I know it wasn't. It's not. Yeah, it's not. He's, just like, it he's like, what the fuck? So he's like, he's like, I've been up there and asked about it. And their response is, well, the, that crew has punch out. We're not their only customer. I'm like, see, I said, I said, that, I said, so That's, I said, right now, I said, yeah. you're getting the exact same excuses I got when I was building my house. I said, we started our house in August. What first choice homes does is plays middleman. Oh, yeah, yeah. They you are. guys are getting upcharged. Yeah, oh, probably oh, fuck, yes. 15%. Yeah. They're sitting in an office somewhere yeah. telling these crews where to go in. Yep. That's exactly what it is. So, so it, it's horrible fucking business practice. I mean, I shit, I could do that. Yeah. If I ever build, I would just because the, the nature of the beast that I work in, I would ask if it was getting subcontracted out. Oh, he knew it was. I mean, That's he absolutely terrible. knew it was. They, they subcontract everything out. Well, yeah. I mean, they, I would they, not there go with an, that kind of company, though. There is not a, a thing that they do. They do not own a crew. Everything is subcontracted out from Terrible. from the well. The, and they do it. It's smart for them because if if a crew sucks, they just find another one. Yeah, you know they or don't they could another. spend the money, get their own fucking crew, and make sure that they're top notch. Yeah, make sure they're or the get first their, choice. Get, get two or three crews to make sure they're top notch. Yeah, so that because they have more than one project yeah. going on at a time. I'd just hire the Amish. I think so. It was, but it was this whole thing, and he's like, he's going on on and on. I'm like. I said, keep in mind. I said, when's the, I said, when's their scheduled finish date? And he's like, oh, we should be in by. I'm like, that's not going to happen. I said, I hate to tell you. I said, I want to be the bearer of bad news. I said, but I've, I, I dealt with this. I said, we started our house in August of 2008. 2000, no, August of 2011. I said, we did not move in until April, March, 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 2000. Oh, 12. I said, we moved in a month before my daughter was born, my oldest. And he's like, he just looks at me and goes, well, I know it takes time. I'm like, doesn't take nine months of time. No. Well, there's two houses up here on Alspachi. Yeah. That have, there was just stacks of lumber. I'd come out here for two months. And it was all just sitting there. They started building. And within two weeks, they're all. They're done. They're, they're not done, but they're framed up, ready for. The one I can still see still needs interior stuff done. Yeah. But the other one with the porta potty outside that I almost thought I'd have to stop at on the way here, <laughs> I took note of where it was. <laughs> I, I, I love that there's this callback to you taking a shit every five minutes. That's because that's what I've been doing every five <laughs> minutes today. This is, has been the, the time I texted you when I left. I'd already left my house, went through a drive through and got water. The, went through that, that Wendy's was a mistake. Well, I went somewhere else and got bottled water. Went to Wendy's. I had to get something. I hadn't eaten all day and. 
I was like, what's the least greasy fast food I know or the one that my body has never, ever, ever, ever had a problem with? Like, I've had food poisoning from Skyline. Long John's. There's no Skyline Circle Bowl. We're getting a city barbecue, though. Just better. Than, I, I, which, for chain barbecue in a place like Circleville, it's nice to have that option. Chain, I'll tell you what. City barbecue for chain barbecue, yeah. it's a local chain. It's not like it's right, a national it's from chain. Dublin. I, I like it. It's actually really good. It's not bad. Yeah, a lot of people trash talk. They're like, well, I make better brisk. I'm like, yeah, you make one every three months. These guys do this every day. Like, Well, hold on. So how do you make a better brisket if you do it every three months to someone who does it every single fucking day? Good question. Everybody likes their own brand. They do. I have not. I don't. I, I, I honestly, I can't make a better brisket than City Barbecue at this point. I have never made a brisket, so I don't know if I can or not. I haven't either, I but I know, I, that, can't. I know that I can't. I do know I don't like my own, my own brew today. But <sighs> I do. I mean, I make, I make pretty good ribs. I make yeah, pretty good pulled like pork. Everything you've made that we've tried. But even I off the air, you've, you've given me food here and there because I'm fat. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed everything you make. You're a good cook. I mean, but I, I don't think that I can do something better than somebody else just because I do it every three months. I mean, that's just that's just me. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Well, like Meek Derek says, City Barbecue sucks, blah, blah. Mine's better. I don't disagree with him. It, I think his is better, but he literally does it every day. It, his is better. And now better. he has a smoker the size of my last apartment. Yeah, his, and like, I will I will say, Derek, Derek's is better. Yeah. But he's not doing for mass consumption the way a that chain. City Barbecue is. Right. Because imagine I have to uphold the quality in a chain. Right. It's easy when you're – well, I shouldn't say it's easy. No, it, It's it, easier it, when you're doing it yourself versus doing it at 30-something locations. Right. It's easier when you're, you you're have the to only have one doing right. everything. Yep. So and, – and his is better. It, it is absolutely better. Oh, hands down. But it's also subjective. He is a one-man – one, one two-man operation out of a tru- out of a truck and trailer – which that's not a knock on him. No, it's just a smaller operation. It's a smaller operation to the now. If he ever turned into a chain, I would beg to get one of those in Circleville. If it was the same quality, if he ever turned into a chain, I would probably franchise that shit out. I would too. I, I absolutely would. I would do, and then I would I pay to. somebody. I would pay a third party to, to come run in and it. contract it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like first choice. First, first choice smokeout barbecue. <laughs> First choice barbecue. Anyway, stay away from first choice homes. If anybody's out there looking to build it, but any go point to in time, smoke out barbecue. But go to smoke out barbecue. Stay the fuck away. Stay as far away. There's Matter a food fact, truck finder app. Find smoke out. First choice, run, run, run. And you know what? Call them and tell them I told you to run. Just call love them it. and say, hey, you guys build homes, and they say yes. Say no, you don't. Say nope. You, you don't contract that. You out. Contract that shit out. Martell said so. I don't give a shit. I ain't fucking hate them. I, I, I was hoping that at some point they would stop by. Like, be, like just because they're right thing. up the street. Just be like, hey, and I, so I could just be like, fuck off my property. They're not stopping by because they've never been here. And the people that are actually, right up the street weren't actually, the ones that built your house. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about the owners. They, they, they ha- the owners have been here because I made Dean come by here and fix shit personally he's like i'll send someone like nah i said you get your tall ass over here and fix it <laughs> you get your hey you tall drink of water big motherfucker you wiggle them buns right on up here get over here and fix it let me stare at it while you the other thing is shitty house. is they only have a one-year warranty on a 30 on a house on a fucking house i you were dumb you did a dumb i did it oh i, I well did half, halfway when as before that was we more of a ground, dumb than your this was the worst investment you've made <laughs> before we broke ground i told liz i didn't want to build with them and she's like, no, 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 no. That's who, this is who we're 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 in. I'm like, I will break that contract. 
and I literally will, I'll karate chop I will it. Fucking shit on it, and wipe my ass with it with Randy's butt crack. <laughs> oh, don't make me laugh; it hurts. Because I knew you back then. Well, we've known each other since early 2000s. Right, that's early mid 2000s. So yeah. I knew you. I mean, it's just a matter of getting into my DeLorean. And then we fell apart. Jumping to jumping into the future, have you wipe this contract with your ass and then go back? Why don't you go get the contract and bring it to today? Because that's I what I just said. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. My brain's not working, dude. Go get the contract. Jump to the future, have you wipe your ass with it, and then go back. And yeah. say, here's what I think of here's this contract. Here's what I think of this contract. And they would say, what Although, isn't is that, that what, that, that's from Major League, too. He wiped his ass with his contract. Is that from Major League? Dude, I haven't seen Major League in. I watched it the other day. I was like a kid. No, it wasn't, it wasn't Major League. What fucking movie was that? If you know what movie that was, don't tell us. Don't bother reaching out. Shawshank Redemption. No, nah, he's just, it's like, he wiped his ass with the Godfather. Oh, it's Airheads. It's from Airheads. Oh, with Airheads. Adam Sandler and Brandon Fraser. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that man. I haven't seen that. Since they I gave was him a, a contract, and they're they're all out in the parking lot because they're holding the, everybody hostage. Dude, I don't remember. And the that. one in Brandon Fraser like wipes his ass with a contract and throws it in the middle of the parking lot. And he's done well lately. <laughs> his career's done. Crazy. Actually, he's back in the. He's back he on is. the internet. He's, he's, a, he's on the. He's on the web. He's on the webs about stuff. He's probably on TikTok. Everybody is. So I'm not. I mean, I am, but I ain't. I'm not. You were talking about lakes and this and that, and and we were talking about my, um, my reverse enemas happening today. Yeah. And Buck, you know Buck. I know Buck. Last, he's been sick lately. It's not Corona, but he got some kind of a virus or bug. I hope it's not the one from India. I don't know. PH twelve. He said last night. <laughs> last night, ironically, last night when I was eating fiber one bars, I thought were granola bars. He was joking about peeing out of his butt all day. And that reminded me of a story I want to share with you that actually, I actually did didn't. Send he you. make a comment about that because I had posted about something. I, I had actually made a post on Facebook. I did. He did. He didn't leave a reply. Yes. And I said, I said, if you wish that someone gets sick or dies because you, they don't agree with you, please send me a message. Then click unfriend. Just want to know who to avoid out in the world. Right. No one sent me a message. Ironic. Ironic that. I I hear a lot of things, but and no read one, a lot of things, and no one said no one sent me anything to say. Hey, I I wish that someone would blah blah blah. Right. So I mean, there are people that yeah. I dislike in this planet. I said I I, I will never wish that anybody gets sick or dies. Right. Uh, is dementia getting sick? I, I mean, yeah, technically, yeah. cognitive it's a, it's disorders a, is that getting sick? Technically, yeah. Okay, so I've done that. So just go ahead and unfriend me. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be wanna, a hypocrite if if I didn't. That's that's fair. So go ahead and unfriend me. I if, mean, I would say I don't know if it's getting it's getting ill. It's an illness, right? Like it, mental illness is. Yeah, it's and, considered yeah, a mental illness. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're a horrible person. Probably. Pro. I mean, yes. Yeah. Yeah, you are. But there's, I I I don't wish that anybody would get COVID and get and and die. I'm seeing a lot of that shit. Yeah. Like. On the on the interwebs, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, Sean responded with a an image that said, "I never wish death upon anyone who wrongs me. I wish for sudden explosive diarrhea while stuck in traffic, with frequent sneezes." Yeah, I was on my way here fil- filming the girls. That I just had another one. I literally just had it saying that. Well, and I got behind a tractor on the way here. <laughs> well, and I that day when I when I posted this the other day on Thursday or Friday, whatever day it was, I did damn near sneeze and shit myself <laughs> while I was outside. <laughs> And that's just because you're old. Well, yeah. You're an old man. Well, so, And your butthole's been abused a lot in your life. No. So um, bad. Baseball bats. Um, so Diesel 
Mr. You're not supposed to use baseball bats for stools, Martel. How many times do we have to tell I, you? I, I, they're comfortable. <laughs> now they are. I mean, they, they weren't at first. They wobble. <laughs> and then you slip. You sneeze and you slip. And you're like, Ugh. oh, man. So, uh, anyway. so, so Diesel, Mr. Mr. Diesel over there, who is He's literally so on his last legs, had a tapeworm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Now, he doesn't have fleas, so tapeworms typically come from they ingest fleas, and then they that somehow turns into tapeworms. I don't know. That's how a vet explained it to me. So he had a tapeworm. That's weird. It is. But he doesn't have fleas. Huh. But I have caught him eating, like, skunk shit outside. <laughs> That'll do it. And I'm just like, you, you stupid fucking dog. So I walk outside with him now. Like, I, I, I do not let him go out by himself. Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea at his age anyway. So we let Scamper out by himself, and like an owl got him or something. That's yeah, that's what you were saying. He's also like three pounds. Yeah, but he was a tiny little rodent. No, no predatory dog. bird is picking up Diesel unless it's one of those big giant mountain eagles. Right. So he's. Pterodactyl. I, I noticed that there were. He took a shit, and I'm like, oh, there's little worms. So sent a message to our uh, my old neighbor who is a vet tech. And they said, and she goes, just like Mr. Biden, our president says, take horse dewormer. Well, he got some dewormer. <laughs> he shit out a seven inch tapeworm. Holy crap. That is a huge fucking tapeworm. She goes, that might have been a roundworm. And I, I, I'm like, nah, I said it was flat. It was super long and it looked like a ribbed condom. <laughs> and she goes, that's a big ass tapeworm. I'm like, how is yeah. he alive? I, fuck, I don't know. After coyotes attacking him, and not just once, but four times. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like this dude's lived a life. He's lived. He was a brawler when he was a kid. <laughs> he's he was a brawler when I showed up three years ago. I he's, mean, he's the last 21 dog years have been rough on him. They have been, and he's living the life. I mean, he's got a pool. He just lays up here in an air conditioned room all day on a makeshift bed. <laughs> we're at the point now where where Martel, well, you were upstairs today, like for the first time in three years. But every week, usually Martel runs upstairs first, and then Diesel and I both look at each other at the base of the stairs to see who's going first, because we yeah. both limp up the stairs. So usually I want him to go, because I know, like, once dogs get going, they kind of got to keep uh, going. No, no, no. Not Diesel anymore. He did at first. like, And then he when, stops at the top step, and he stretches his one back leg. Yeah, like, <laughs> kick that out there. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just stretch my third leg once I get up here. He's, he's I mean, he's he's 12. He's 12 years old. 12 and a half almost. I mean, he has lived for his breed. He is. Yeah, it's a good life. He's outlived by almost six months the lifespan. They're, they're And I say he's outlived. They, they're 12 to 14 year dogs. So I always take it at the first year. Yeah. So, but he's. So back to Buck being sick. Yeah. So Buck is. I said, isn't it funny Ill. how the human sphincter is watertight? It whole keeps it. It's literally designed to prevent water from going in you. Yeah, but not coming out. It does yeah. nothing. You can try and hold. Well, if you've you, got the liquid poops, you you have two sphincters. By the right, way, right? I know. Okay, you Derek, have one that you control and one you can't. Music. Derek has a funny. I've got a funny video of him explaining that when he first discovered. Oh, um, he Lord. used he used hymnals for a demonstration at church. Uh, so <laughs> I said, but it's funny. So Mitch, our buddy Mitch, does some research. He disappears from the chat for a while and comes back and goes, sorry. I was intrigued to to find out how far in, like how how watertight is a human sphincter. And he said, literally, it's, it, basically you can dive as far as you want because the farther you dive, the more the pressure forces it closed. Yeah. So water won't go in. 
It's just designed to keep water out of there. So that reminded me of a story I heard on another podcast. Woman reveals horrific jet ski accident injuries and shocking TikTok. Now, I hadn't seen the, the TikTok when I heard it, but here's what happened. And I think you'll enjoy this story, too. An NSW woman, which usually stands for not safe for work, but I think this is something about something Southwest, has detailed horrific injuries she suffered after falling off the back of a jet ski. Matilda, who was 21, was on the back of a jet ski with friends in 2020 when she slipped off her seat into the water, causing the jet of the jet ski to shoot up her rectum. So we've all seen the jet skis spray yeah. a rooster tail 30 feet in the air, right? Yeah, that, that that's like a... a- <laughs> And I, I, 150 it's, horsepower it's, motor. I did go watch the TikToks. I did see the picture. She was on one of those three-person jet skis on the back. She said, I somehow lost grip on the person in front of me, and I fell backwards, she explained in a TikTok video. The water jet shut up, shot up my bum, she's from Australia, and tore up my insides. <laughs> so it says, the poor Macquarie woman said as soon as she fell off the jet ski, she knew she was seriously injured. I kept vomiting every few seconds, and every time I vomited, I felt my intestines coming out of my bum, Matilda explained. Once I got to shore, the paramedics came, and they saved me. I woke up in the hospital 24 hours later. She passed out and found out that I'd perforated my bowel, my intestines, and tore my sphincters. Like you said, we have more than one. Tore them both, she continued. It meant that all the contents of my bowel went inside my abdominal cavity, as well as some dirt and water from the lake. As we talked about earlier, this whole this whole podcast is just coming together it nice is. and tightly. Due to the extent of her injury, like a sphincter. Matilda, not hers, Matilda explained surgeons had to take out her abdominal organs, clean them, before putting the bowel and intestines back in. Oh, yeah. And during the TikTok video, she showed a picture where she had you know, a massive scar. They also had to create a stoma, like you have the smokers have in their neck, and it explains here an artificial opening in the abdomen due to the damage that was done in the accident. She said, in a TikTok comment, Matilda explained she is not one hundred percent back to normal, but is pretty close. You will never be one hundred percent again. No, ever. Matt, that's a hot dog down a hallway. <laughs> it's it's worse. Oh my god! It's a hot dog floating in a lake. Ugh. In a 20-acre lake, Matilda posted several videos explaining her accident in detail with thousands of people in disbelief over the extent of her injuries from falling off the popular water vehicle. I've heard of this kind of accident. It's kind of common, one person wrote. This is not common. This is not, Who's no. ever wrote that comment? I just, this is the first I've ever, ever, ever heard of this happening. And now, for the first time in my life, I've got an irrational fear of riding a jet ski. I don't, but I, that, that, that's it's not It's something gonna, you'll think about. It's not going to stop no, me. But I'm, no, but, it's not going to stop you. But you're going to think about it. Maybe. I might not. I mean, I may just get on and be like, fuck it. Just send it. Pull your shorts down and hang your butt over the end. Yeah. There needs to- Actually, I don't need a jet ski. I just fart in the water and take off. <laughs> there needs to be more awareness about jet ski accidents and how to prevent them. Another suggested. I love TikTok commenters. They're like YouTube people. Yeah. In a full circle moment, one of Matilda's nurses saw her video, reaching out to express how glad she was that she was well and on the road to recovery. Matilda, so glad to see you're healed and reversed. <laughs> I've not read this article all the way through. The nurse said, I'm glad to see you're reversed. Because <laughs> last time I saw you, your insides in, were your outsides. <laughs> and your outsides were your insides. <laughs> so glad to see you inversed. Oh, my God. The last time I saw you, we used you as a puppet. <laughs> she said, I was one of the nurses. 
<laughs> some messed up Muppet babies on. I was on. The, I was one of the nurses that cared for you on E6. So glad to see that you recovered. The nurse Bree wrote. I remember you and your kindness, Matilda replied. You're the kind of nurse that changes people's lives for the better. Yeah, with Thank your you. hand up your ass. <laughs> yeah. She made sure that, that your stoma was clean and your entrails had not fallen out. I oh. would agree you need to thank her. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, man. Okay. I had read that article. I heard it. I heard them talk about it on another podcast, but I just looked up the article while we were talking. I'm so glad I did. So I hate to put I've, this. I've been the reverse of her today. Yes, you have. So I hate to put this at the end of our show. We should have done this at the beginning before we did all the pirate bullshit. Uh, today is nine eleven. Oh, it is. It is. I have thought about it a lot today, but not on the way here because I was concentrating on keeping my insides inside. Insides inside. Not to um, be irreverent, but my mind has been distracted today. It, it has, and mine, my, my, mine as well. But I just want to so, and I think we talked about it before because we did a whole nine eleven episode. We've always honored nine eleven since we started, and we have and done a full episode dedicated. Yeah, this to year it. we're 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 not doing a full episode dedicated to it. Right. I, I feel like last year our episode dropped on nine eleven, as I recall. It did, and I I, I feel like it, I don't want to sound like an asshole, but it's we're we're going to talk about the same shit over and over again. Well, so we're yeah. going to do a mini version of that. The now. fact is. You all know the facts. If yes. you, especially if you were watching it live with us, so there's no point. I'm, I'm not going to say there's no point. That, that's going to sound really um, insensitive. Cal- yeah, just very insensitive. I'm not going to say there's no point in doing the same thing over and over and over and over again. No, because I don't. I don't like because the... I don't. That makes it sound like I want to forget those who died unnecessarily, right. or especially the innocent people who just went to work that day trying to make a living. And the heroes that ran into, oh the, yeah, to ground zero and, it, and lost their lives. Was, so I don't want to. I don't want to say it doesn't matter. It definitely matters. It, it, it was super horrific. I mean, yeah. it was. I remember. So I remember where I was. We've talked about it. We've we, shared we, our stories. We, we've shared our stories, and I figure for at the at the end of this show, we'll do a mini version. Yeah. Um, I'm good with and that. I hate to put it at the end of the show, and maybe I'll edit it and move it to the front as the before the show starts. I'm I'm totally cool with that. Um, and then start the show. Whatever um, you feel is the most respect, the best way to honor it. It, it is nine eleven. Um, and maybe I'll just cut all this out, put it at the beginning of the show, and then leave it in for the end of the show as well. Uh, and then you assholes have to all listen to it twice. Um, those that choose to listen to us. Uh, but like we we talked about, you know. All the firemen that have run, you know, that were running up the stairs as people were running down the stairs. And the fire chiefs that were like, I'm not leaving my people behind. Kiss my ass. I'm going in after them. Right. As the buildings are fucking falling down. Right. Like, it is, they know they're not going to make it. They, they're still trying to save And they're people. still trying to go in and save people. We talked about Steve Buscemi, who was there as a firefighter. As a vo- I believe he, yeah, he, he went, went back, back as a volunteer. To, his, to volunteer with his his, his ladder his ladder yeah ladder. ladder number I forget the number but yeah he I want to say went back. three but I that's probably wrong I don't have a clue um, I was going to guess fifty five so it's but, probably somewhere between those two yeah it's but yeah he he was a, a successful actor yeah he went back to by all accounts I mean he was in a ton of movies making a living as a well established actor saw the tower hit and said I'm going back I'm to going help back. my guys I mean I and did not alert the press no now we know this now. But I remember when nine eleven. I wouldn't eat till years after that. I found he did this. Yeah, 
That, that same so, here. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, so there wasn't... are so many people, him and others like him, that we just never knew because they weren't actors. Right. That dropped what they were doing well, and went back to help. It was it was one of those things where I, I can remember being on the phone with my mom, and because that was 2011. I was 21. I'm like, I'm driving to New York. She's like, I don't think you need to drive to New York. I'm like, I'm driving to New York. I'm driving. I'm going to help. It's a right. six-hour drive. I can be there in five and a half hours. Right. I, I'll, I'll get there. And I was. And then it, right at that point, after all that happened, they were like, don't come to New York. We don't need more volunteers. We don't need more people that are you know, going to be here, going to be literally in the way. Yes. Honestly, we get it. You're trying to help, but we don't need people coming in to help. Well, we yeah, because imagine if, if with everything well, going on down in you know in New York, which is already packed, right? Well, they a million volunteers showed up. They closed down all the bridges. You couldn't yeah. get into New York to get down there. There were places we couldn't get into. We went, and, and I've shared before for the longtime listeners. We had already scheduled a trip for Martin Luther King Jr. weekend, two thousand two. So we'd already had reservations all this before nine eleven happened. We did it like the summer before. We were able to go to New York. We were able to get. To the fences, they had temporary fences with you know like yeah, yeah. cloth hung up. So you I was there. The, I was there the next year. I that was we talked about fest. being littered with pictures. Have you seen me? Mm-hmm. Call this number. People still. People were stopping us and asking, showing us pictures of people. They're still looking for it. This happened nine eleven. We were there January. Yeah, and people were coming up to us. Kids from Ohio. I was. I was there the next year in July for Volksfest in New Jersey. So that was six months after we were there. Yeah, and people were still standing with flyers and, and pictures and everything else. I've got photos. And that's why I'll never forget. Not only because I remember right. it happening, I was at Mom and Dad's when so, the first tower got hit. I was going to say, so what, what, is, what is your short, the, the short version of the, where you the were The elevator at. ride short story. I was at Mom and Dad's. Dad and I were going to work on one of the vehicles or the pole, but something at the house, and we were getting ready to go to TSC for some supplies for something. So I this remember, is 8 o'clock in the morning. I remember, yeah. I remember Dad's tying his shoes. I'm sitting on the couch. And the news, because Dad always watches the news. He still does. Right. I never watch the news. But the news comes up, you know, with this big story. World Trade Center was just hit. Mm-hmm. We sat there watching it because we're going, what's going on? Everybody's asking questions. You see people freaking out. They're trying. The news has no idea what's going on. No, they're just reporting. They're saying, we're here live. We don't know what's going on. Here's what we know. You know, blah, blah, blah. And I remember watching the second tower get hit. Yeah. And at that point, dad, mom, and I, because as I recall, Kevin was at school. And this was the year after I graduated June of 01. Yeah. So dad, mom, and I are just glued to the TV. And the second plane hits, and that's when we all knew that wasn't an accident. Yeah, it was. It was. It was purpose. Right. So, because at first you're thinking, man, what happened for a plane to fly into? Now, granted, they're tall buildings, but planes know buildings are there. Like air traffic control knows buildings are there. Like we have systems in place. All I remember was hearing that that got hit, then hearing about the Pentagon, hearing that another plane crashed in Pennsylvania in a field. Mm-hmm. Um. And we watched through all of it. And so now we're we're a couple hours into watching the news or whatever. And I remember Dad saying, hey, are you ready to go? And I went, go where? He's like, we got to run to TSC. And I was like, but I, I want to know, like, like, what's next? Yeah. And Dad said, we're under attack. But until, and my dad's an old military man. He grew up with a 
my grandpa I've talked about before, Vietnam hero, E9 EOD. So we, we've got this military background, and Dad said, we've obviously been attacked, but we're not going to let that ruin our lives. Right. We're going to push forward. There's nothing we can do right now in this moment to change what has happened. Yeah. And I'm starting to get choked up because it showed my dad's bravery of if they want to fight, we'll take a fight to them. But he said, right now, we've got stuff we need to get done. And I don't know how others may perceive that, but to me, I went. If you stop doing what they're what, what that's you're what they doing, want. they want you to, to they want they, to ruin lives. Won. Yes. And Dad said, "We're not giving them that satisfaction. We're going on with our day. We will pray for the people. We will continue to monitor. You know, we listen to the radio on the way into town. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody in the stores were listening to radios, and you didn't have cell phones with TVs on them back then. No, but then we came home." We had it on the TV. We had it on the radio in the pool barn. So it, it was a whole thing that we kept stopping. I'm literally tearing up. Um, I expected to get emotional today. I thought it was sweat. but uh, <laughs> My eyeballs are sweating because I'm clenching so tight. <laughs> it's a workout. But every single year I go back to that time where my dad said, we're not giving up. We're yeah. not letting them take our freedom. So that's my memory of 9-11. Okay. That's that's a great memory to have. I mean, that's a yeah, great memory just, to keep it with you, and to be able to tell Huck and Judd, you know what yep. what happened and how things happened. Because and every night we we pray with the boys. Again, I know not all our listeners are people of faith of whatever any kind of faith, or if you are, you pray or you meditate or whatever you do. But with us, we pray with the boys. Mm-hmm. And a couple nights ago, we'd been praying for my cousin's mother in law. And we had explained to Huck, because he wanted to lead prayer, and he asked um, that she'd be healed. Well, then we had to explain to him that she passed away and, and why things happen like this, you know, which is a hard conversation right. to have with a six-year-old, seven-year-old, sorry, seven-year-old. And uh, Diesel just came over and blew hot breath in my face. Um, but tonight, when I go home, I plan on having a conversation with my boys about what happened this day 20 years ago. Yeah. And what I remember and why, just like their papa said, we're not going to let them take our freedom from us. And that's that's an excellent thing to do. My kids aren't here, so I won't be having that conversation with either one of them. Um, you can, just not tonight. <laughs> they're, they're away. Uh, I mean, I, I remember exactly where I was. I know that I was – I worked for Abercrombie & Fitch. Uh, I was I, I was one of the guys that stood – I did not stand shirtless. You were a model. But I did stand at the front door and greet people when they if came they had in. If dad bod models back then, you could have done it. I could have done it then. Yeah. I could do it now. <laughs> back then, I was actually a little more ripped and cut. And yeah. A little more muscular. A little than, sexier. Yeah. But I did not stand with my shirt off. We left that. Now you're just blah, dark, and handsome. Yeah, we left that to Andy. Andy was the the guy with the 12-pack abs, and he would flex. And we played, we played a little game when we stood in the door. But this didn't happen at that point. So this all happened when I actually worked. I moved to the home office. And I was turning on to what is aptly named Fitch Path, which is the main road into the Abercrombie and Fitch headquarters, and listening to Howard Stern on the Blitz before he went, obviously, way before he went to Sirius. Right. Um, and before he did America's Got Talent and all that other yeah, stuff. Yeah, before he everything. And he, uh, it was very much a, what? What the, f- like, there was no bleeping shit out of that Well, point. no, because it was Howard Stern. It was, well, and, well, on the Blitz, which is that Right. So but things, things come across. I'm saying it, he's going to say it. He was going to say think, it, yeah. and and it didn't get bleeped. He was like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, 
the towers got hit. He goes, this is bullshit. He goes, this is Orwellian. He goes, this is this is War right. of the World stuff. Like, that didn't happen. And he's in New York. He, yeah. Famously. Like, everybody yeah. knows that's he's where. He's in New York. Right. And he's like, this didn't happen. This isn't happening. And then all of a sudden it was like, holy shit, this happened. He stayed on the air. Like, the, they, he did not leave the air. Like, yeah. I got out of the car. I, I walked into the office. That. Um, I said something to my boss. I'm like, hey, the towers got hit by a plane, supposedly, and and then all of a sudden there was a, a message came out across our PA system, like because most businesses have a PA system, right? That of said, some sort. Uh, emergency company meeting in at the main fire pit. So that's a weird thing to call a room. It well because it was outside at the fire pit. That's where you gather. If that's, there's a fire. That was okay. That makes sense. That was it. Was literally a. I thought it was like a conference room. or no, something. No, no, it was literally a twenty foot diameter fire pit with concrete benches around it, and that was okay. So you, we met there, and Mike Jeffries, who was the CEO at the time, basically he gave a speech, like, "You guys, you know, we have an office in in New York. Everybody in New York is safe. Blah 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 blah. If." If you feel the need, please go home. Do not worry about taking PTO, paid time off. Right. You know, if you need to try to travel back to New York to be with family, do so. Don't worry about, you know, take the week. It's free. You know, we're not, we're not, it was, it was a very well constructed, like on the spot. I was going to say, it sounds speech. like they were very, um, it was don't, don't stop doing what you're doing. Don't let them, you know, same thing your dad said, we're not going to let them win, but right. please take care of yourself and we'll see you next week. Like it was, don't, don't bother coming back till next week. So, and. So they were saying you can take a week off paid. Yeah, it was, it was a week okay. paid. No. That's, that's a heck of a thing for a large company. And it do. was, and I mean, it was, I, I, I was in contact with them. I'm like, when do we need to come back to the office? Well, and honestly, you guys could have had people working here. That had relatives working in New York. In New York, so yeah, right. that's so it. that and that's what it was. That was the whole thing. It was like the, it's not the like you're company. working for a small mom and pop shop here. No, because our design studios were in New York at the time. They were in Soho, and wow, it was just a very much a we're not this. This isn't a thing at this point. Like whatever it is, as far as you know, paid time off, like that's not a thing right now. You just you just take your time, take your time. Don't come back. You know, do what you got to do. Do what you got to do, and when you come back, you come back. It's that it's that simple. So I got home and was watching it. Like we watched it in the basement, in the gym at the office. That's when we saw the second the second plane hit the tower. So you were still at work, and so we were second still at plane work. This like... is then, and I'm I'm kind of jumping backwards. This is before Mike gave his. He addressed the entire company. Like on the so fly. he addressed it after the second plane hit. He addressed it after gotcha. the second okay. plane. Yeah, I should because that's I when everybody, when it first happened, that first plane hit. Everybody's kind of like, "Whoa, that's messed up!" Like, yeah. who made the mistake? Like, even as a pilot, if your computers are saying you're fine and you're flying towards a tower, you would know. So everybody's kind of trying to figure out how. Right? Did a passenger, a commercial airline plane hit a tower? Right. But when the the minute the that's second the one second hit, everybody hit. saw it across the world live. Everybody knew crap was going down. Yeah, everybody knew that there was some some shit going down. So, but and we were in the basement. We watched the second plane hit. That's when the message came over the PA. I kind of I forgot about that part. We we all come upstairs because the the gym was the only place that had TVs. Yeah, that was it. Like there were no TVs. Yeah, anywhere I mean, like on now you can watch 
live TV on a laptop yeah. or your phone. You and they weren't do flat screens. They were CRTs. They're yeah. like your old school TV hanging off the ceiling. Yeah. Um, so we all come upstairs. Mike gives his speech. We all go home. You know, I, I'm standing in my living room at 1030 in the morning at this point watching watching everything go down. everything go down. I'm like, I'm talking to my mom. And it was I, I remember the eeriness because I lived by the airport. Like, I legitimately lived within 10 minutes of the airport. There were no planes flying. Like, there was nothing in the sky. Yeah. I remember seeing the last plane come through and then nothing after that. Like, the last plane landed. Um, and there's somewhere online, there's a GIF GIF of you can watch the radar of the air traffic in the United States in a timeline. Like, it yeah, moves and it just, and it just you just watch out it of existence. Blank. Yeah, like, quick. Yeah. After that second plane hit, it just, like... Everything was like, just land somewhere, whatever you're close to. People taking cross-country flights or out-of-country flights, they, screw it. You're they going to the nearest it. airport. Yeah. That's did. where you're, yeah. So people were, across the so, globe, were displaced instantly. Um, so it was, it was like, it was eerie as shit, because there was nothing on it. You're used to hearing, and takeoff. And, that was a really good impression, actually. I know, because yeah. I lived by the airport <laughs> for so goddamn long. It's better than living by the nuclear waste plant. Ba-boom. <laughs> but it, it was just like this eerie thing and I you know I said something about going to New York and was packing a bag and getting ready to hop in my little yellow GTI and head on out and they're like don't come you you won't get here the, the yeah. roads are closed you won't there's no chance well because no, people were trying yeah people and were trying they literally had the news put out like hey stop coming here yeah we don't you're clogging up you're yeah. congesting the roads and people were walking which across shows, the bridges which shows that when crap hits the fan just like in a family Americans come together. They do. Nobody asks what color so, you are, what your faith is, your your whatever. Which which brings me to current day. So, and this is just something to think about. So, make no mistake, I am not a fan of our current administration. Okay, and not to get political, I wasn't a big fan of our previous administration. Once COVID hit, like I think everything prior to COVID. I didn't. I don't think Trump was doing a bad a, a bad job. But just like every president, in my opinion, just like with every president, he did some good. He did some good. He did some. He bad. did some bad. But I will say he with, was just really, really dumb on Twitter. He was. <laughs> I will say at, at this point, though, I I don't I I haven't seen a, a good thing that Biden has done yet. Like I can't pinpoint one thing that he's done that's been good yet. I could just because uh, now, I've talked to people that it's affected, but that's a different episode. That's, that's like, a different episode. Yeah, that's something else. Now I will say. I don't think we needed to be in Afghanistan for the war. That war went for 20 fucking years. And it was never a war against terrorism. And it was never a war against terrorism. That was a... If it was, if a, it even was, when bin Laden got shot in the head, that should have been, been done. That should have been over. Should have been over when Saddam. Yeah, well... So, yeah, but... That's a different... That, that's, a whole, that's a whole other thing. So, with that said, I don't think we should have been in Afghanistan doing everything, but I don't think the way that we got out of Afghanistan was the right way to do it. And I would love everybody to keep in mind, at this point right now. You okay, Diesel? That was a weird just, sound. <laughs> um, anyway, I would just like so think about this today, as as we record on nine eleven. The Taliban is in the U.S. embassy having a party. Yep. Think about how how that makes you feel. The very people that <laughs> orchestrated. Took this under a different thousands name. of there, and there's some videos and, and stuff I've seen that with stats that I need to send you, um, about how 
and I'm listening to other podcasts, and a lot of this goes all the way back to the Cold War between the Russia and U.S. and who supplies money and, and, and ammunition and whatever to who, how Al-Qaeda started, how the Taliban started. The last year has really opened my eyes a lot, and it's not just conspiracy theorists. These are people going, hey, here's proof, and here's a fact and a stat, and here's what happened. Yeah. And it's, it sounds like something we talk about on a conspiracy theory episode. I do agree that we shouldn't have been there. I do also agree that the way we left was insane. Right. The fact that there's a video out there right now you can find where a guy's walking around an airport and you can see thousands of rifles, all these armored vehicles that we just up and left. Yeah. Now, supposedly, supposedly we dismembered the helicopters, the Humvees, the vehicles. So yeah, they can't except be there's used. a video of the guy flying a flying helicopter. One. Right. There's a video of a guy flying one. So, but, but either way, I just, I just wanted to put it out there that, you know, this is this is essentially the beginning of our nine eleven episode and the end. But it is twenty years ago today. And it's and also the people that started this shit are the ones that are celebrating in the US embassy in Cabal Yeah. On the day that this shit happened. And it's also up to us to not let this fade into history because well, Isaiah at one point had – Isaiah is my cousin, GW's son. Yeah. We, nobody knows him. I don't know. I just act like everybody does. That's he fine. asked GW why people get so bent out of shape over 9-11 memes and, and jokes and stuff. Yeah. And he said, you don't get why it's a sensitive topic for some people because you weren't – You weren't there. You literally you weren't around. remember it. Yeah. Those that experienced it – I had a friend at Nyack College in New York – that has video, which, again, back then it was like you couldn't just stream live on Facebook. So you had to get out your VHS recorder. <laughs> so, But she was up on a hill in her college where her dorm was or, or a study hall, whatever. It was part of her college. And she was looking out over the city. And she has pictures and stuff where you could just see the smoke. You could see after the towers fell. I remember that. Yes. that's what I, I remember re- yeah. watching people on my TV jumping to their deaths. Yeah. To avoid suffocating and dying or burning and dying, I remember how I felt that day. Some people don't. Some people do it and just are insensitive. Not, I don't mean insensitive like, oh, you got to be a crybaby. But they're insensitive because it didn't affect them. So they think, well, big deal. But it's weird how people can make jokes about one thing just because it doesn't affect them to me. It always has been. I felt bad for laughing at some things or some people's unfortunate situations that I couldn't have, but I felt bad about it. It's one of those things, like, if you laugh, you're going to hell. Sometimes they make me laugh. Sometimes I go, hey, that person can't control that. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make fun of a kid with Down syndrome. No. Unless he's a funny kid with Down syndrome making a joke. Unless he's being funny. Yeah, if he's being, like, there's a comedian on America's Got Talent this year. I'm not laughing at him. I'm laughing that, with him. Yeah, he's disabled. Is it he, Joe Blue or Josh Blue? I might be. I forget his name. Josh Blue does not belong on America's Got Talent, just by, just as a heads up. He is Let he is it. already an established comedian that was on another comic show that he won well yeah but um and he already um, he, he's been touring yeah but what's the other guy that's on there this year um, i don't know the guy from 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 oh, hold on i love how we transitioned right out of that back into something else and we need to shut the show down well we do but we might as well 
Oh, it is Josh Blue, yeah. Josh so Josh Blue was Well, I'd never heard of him. Okay. And he's so, funny, so maybe he is, oh no, he's hilarious. I, I I there there's no doubt about that. He is hilarious. I just don't think he needed to go he's toured. Michael Wilson's on AGT this year. Who's that? The guy that did the sound effects in in Oh, what's the movie? Police Academy. He doesn't belong on there either. Yeah, he's on there. He doesn't belong on there either. So anyway, everybody knows my, who he my is. My whole point of saying of mentioning he does that Jimmy Hendrix is people like some people just don't get it. Especially so, it's up to us to help these people, these heroes, these innocent people, the soldiers that went and fought and died for a war that never should have been. Right. Be remembered. Yeah. Our generation, mine and yours, even though we're like a few years apart, we're kind of the. Technically, you're Gen X, and I think I'm right on the cusp of millennial. Yeah, I'm not a millennial. I'm, I, or they call they call them now the year I'm born in is one of the three. Zillennials. Yeah, it's like a zennial or something. I don't know what I am. But it's up to our generation so, to keep this alive. Right. Yeah. Because now we're 20 years in. There are adults living, getting married, having career, starting careers, having kids that were born after this happened. Yeah. The day after, even. the yeah. The... That have no Later idea. that day. <laughs> that, the year before. That do not know anything about this other than what they've been told as they've grown up. Yeah. So, yeah, it is up to us to keep the memory alive of those who passed as a result of this. I don't care how. And not even counting the almost 3,000 died that day, the people have died in the years since with all the health issues that arose mm-hmm. from breathing in the smoke, from breathing in, you know. All the toxins, right. all the other so, shit that was flying through the, the air. We'll that, never know them all. It's, it's just impossible, and, I think. And, and those but, that were never found. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. I didn't expect all that tonight, but yeah, there you go. Well, that's the show. We're That's how we're ending it. We're going to end and begin the show the exact same way. So you're going to put this at the beginning and I'm going to put end? this at the beginning. Because I think I've referenced before my, the music, my bubble guts in it. So I'm, stay tuned. I'm going to put this at the, the first, this whole 20 minutes that we've talked about this. And I feel bad that it's been twenty minutes, but I don't. Feel I don't that, feel bad. I don't. I don't feel that we need to do an entire show about it. Right. I don't feel bad either way. I think we've done a good job remembering. Yes. And we've already done a show about it. If you want to go back to the nine eleven show we did, both of them. we talked to it in depth. I think yeah. we did two of them. Um, but yeah, it is something. It's one of the two things that's been on my mind a lot today. <laughs> well, <laughs> and if you're here, as you hear this at the beginning of the episode. Stick around for the key, the music cue. <laughs> just hold on. <laughs> you just you just clinch right there in your seat. Um, now that I know you're going to put this at the beginning, Mo, don't be doing any heavy lifting or anything. Um, but yeah, I'm wrap it up, man. Hey. Do your thing. Thanks for listening to the Buckhorn Podcast. Yarr. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Insta, Google, tweets, Instagram. Check us out. Well, fuck, what did I say? Check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Instagram, Instagram. All right. Just I'm check Martel. us out. I'm Martel. He's Randy Wild. I've got to go. Peace. <laughs> Do you, though? Do you? Oh, I've got to go. Do you? It's, my headphones are off. <laughs>